0: Welcome to Bothering the Band. My name is Ryan Bynack. With me, as always, is my spunky sidekick <laughs> Abigail Lavy. Levy. We have a good episode for you today. Uh, sometimes we we have to steer the ship uh, with a bunch of dumb questions, and sometimes we have to sit back and just and let the ship go where it may. Today is one of the the latter. We have John Beckman and William Declan Lucy, who made a record under a band named mortal prophets it's really great check them out interview's even better father in the band with mortal prophets
1: you know the the dealio here we're gonna ask you a bunch of stupid yeah. questions yeah no i've i watched a few episodes oh cool yeah it's a fun show when did you start the show
0: one hundred and five episodes ago. <laughs>
1: yeah, when was when was that?
0: January twenty
2: twenty.
1: Yeah, almost. Oh two wow. Okay. Ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right in, right in the, right when COVID was starting. Yeah.
2: Which actually helped us because so many more people were at home and therefore <laughs> willing to, uh, do Zoom interviews.
1: Right. That's cool.
2: So I hate to say that because we all know it was a bad time, but yeah, huh? it, it helped the pod.
1: And you live in Wyoming? How nice.
2: Yeah. Uh, till so you go outside and there's 6 inches of snow that fell in the last couple hours. <laughs> is that
1: right? Yeah.
2: I live in uh one of the winteriest places in the lower
1: 48. Sounds cool.
2: Yeah, it's it's very pretty.
1: Hmm. And is that is that where you grew up?
2: Oh gosh, no. I grew up in Orlando. Uh, that's uh, where Ryan, okay. Ryan and I both grew up in Orlando. That's where we met. I see.
1: Okay, got it. Okay.
2: <laughs> I don't know why I came out here. To be very honest, <laughs> <laughs>
1: got on the wrong plane.
2: Yep. Yep. I mean, uh, it's gorgeous. Can't complain. Are, but
1: are you in New York?
0: Yeah. Where, where? What part of New York?
1: I live up uh, near the George Washington Bridge.
0: Oh no shit! So like the heights? Up
1: near the, yeah, up near up slightly above the heights. It's okay. uh Near the, the Cloisters Museum, if you've ever been oh, to that. Oh, yeah.
0: Wow, yeah. I have. So, I like yeah. the
1: Cloisters Museum. It's, it's great. And then my office is uh, down in Chinatown.
0: Oh, wow. Very cool. Mm-hmm. I love New York.
1: Do you come up to visit much?
0: Yeah, I lived there for 10 years.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah. Ever the New Yorker. Good. I love I was just there. I was just working the New York City Marathon. And what's uh I I move a lot of heavy shit so a lot of psychos can run far. So but I'm at the <laughs> so start line. So you were line. just
1: here you were here last week.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm at the start line. So I built out the start line and that with all the crazy just there.
1: Huh. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's pretty cool. I love it. I and lost I had, my voice. Had, how did you get the idea to do this podcast uh with musicians?
0: Abby and I are music geeks. Yeah. And we 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 were like, how can we trick our favorite musicians to be friends with us? And this is what we came <laughs> up with.
1: <laughs> That's pretty good.
0: Yeah. We're like, how do we hang out with them? And then we're like, oh, we just ask some silly non-invasive questions and see what uh-huh. really makes them tick. That's great. Yeah.
1: William, great are you here? William, should I text him? Oh, here he is. He's two minutes.
0: Oh.
1: He's two minutes. Okay. So, I mean, it's it's one o'clock in, uh, where he lives. One o'clock in the morning.
2: Um, oh, my goodness. He's, so, he's so in
1: grateful. Ireland. So, he's either coming back from the pub or, <laughs> you know, just waking up, which is nice of him.
3: Anybody there? There yeah. he is. Hey, one sec. Are you
1: are you in bed in your pajamas? There you are.
3: Okay. Am I in bed? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <Jeez. laughs> How
1: are you guys? You know, it's the first time I've seen you. In, really? Right? No, I mean I've. We did the whole thing. Just we telephone, going? And, and he, we, we never. A, we didn't we do any. Do, easy, I don't think we, we did do any
3: face-to-face zooms. I, 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 don't, I don't
1: actually remember. I don't think we did.
3: How cool is that? <laughs> who needs to see? Who needs to see our uh, exactly our ugly faces anyway? Right. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Okay, so guys. Going,
3: guys. So
1: it's Abby and Ryan. They're the the the, co- the
3: hosts with the most us. Hi, Abby and Ryan. Nice to meet you guys. Where hey, what?
0: Welcome to bothering the band.
3: Thanks for having us. Where are you guys? Are you in New York?
0: Abby, I'm in Wyoming. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And Beautiful. I, I'm currently and reluctantly in South Florida. I'd rather okay. be in New York. Nice. Yeah. So. Nice. Well, uh, we always start the pod with asking our guests where, how are they, and where are they. So, and that, how are you, and where are you? And we'll we'll start with William, who just got on
3: hey guys uh, so actually believe it or not i'm in um I'm in a place called Cork in uh, in Ireland which is down the south um it's a little town, kind of sort of the size of maybe uh I don't know like Newport or somewhere sound um, mm-hmm. like that and the wind is howling and the rain is lashing against the window right now.
0: oh wow did you just uh John assumed you you may have just gotten back from the pub is that true?
3: I'm back a little bit. Okay, That's so little, you've yeah. been back. So I've been okay. back about half an hour. <laughs> okay,
0: cool. And and John, tell the people how are you and where
1: are you? I'm fine, and I'm in New York City.
0: Very well. Have either yeah. of you been to Florida? I have many
1: yeah. times. Many times.
0: Sure. Yeah. And, and your so. thoughts, impressions.
1: Uh, you know, when I was a kid, my parents. We used to go down there. We. Uh, we used to drive down like every really summer like you know Disney, every other the summer. beach yeah what would you do uh beach Beach. probably yeah i remember the trips very well i've been we we took vacations i've probably been to almost every state i haven't been to oregon i haven't been to washington state but my father was he
3: liked to drive
0: oh that's cool yeah william have you been to florida
3: i have actually yeah i've been yeah. we uh let's see so i made a couple of records down in south beach actually um oh wow cool for some for for some labels uh, we, wor- we worked with a guy called tom lord Algie, who's a mixer who works out of a studio there um so we were there um played a bunch of shows actually in like um st petersburg um and uh, a couple of the, I can't remember where the, the big, uh, where's, 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 where's the university again? The big, is uh, fl- it Florida? Gainesville.
1: F- 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 Gainesville.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Played there. I remember huh. one time we drove through the middle and that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Like the bits on the edge, you know, a little weird, but going right through the middle is just really, mm. really strange. It kind of reminded me of, uh, um, uh, what's that movie with, uh, what's it called again D- um D- uh, deliver not deliverance what's the one that said in the <laughs> woods up in maine um
1: probably deliverance
3: is it called deliverance, deliverance?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like,
3: yeah. yeah that's what it was like much.
0: <laughs> it,
2: that is an apt description is it mm-hmm. okay
0: good <laughs> I yeah i got nice. i got to pump the brakes a little i we, i personally i'll take the heat on this shit on florida a lot <laughs> in this podcast so um i'm going to refrain but I agree. I agree. All right. Okay. So either of you can chime in on this one, and it's be- and this is a good uh, problem to have. It's not even a problem. How do you describe the music you guys made together?
3: Want a to lot, take
0: lot that? of there's a lot of adjectives used on the internet. I want to know yeah. what your adjectives are.
1: Um. Well, I think it's sort of uh, a collision between german electronica and dealt the delta blues if you can imagine that um but you know the lyrics are the main drivers for how we put these songs together not necessarily topping the music right
3: yeah for sure i mean i think you know it's it's such a, a kind of a sort of a sacred text if you want to you know mm. the in general mm-hmm. uh, it's just such a foundational piece of sort of american culture you know um sort of really represents that kind of melting pot you know of of sort of and i think so we were very conscious of that of sort of trying to um you know sort of reinterpret it but also um sort of kind of not try and uh <clears throat> Not try and sort of um, twist it in a way that wasn't, you know, for for example, the blues to me anyway, I think the John 2 has, it's, it's, it's like sort of riven through with emotion, you know, and we sort of, I think any good music sort of, or any good art actually has to sort of have that emotion present, regardless of sort of, you know, whether it's German electronic or, you know, death metal or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. that, that's sort of first and foremost, you know. And so we kind of kept that in in the forefront of our minds and then just tried to reinterpret it, basically whatever way, you know, we saw the music was taking us. Would you say, John?
1: Yeah, I agree. I I call it America's America's primal scream. Yeah. Love that. Yeah.
0: I've already filled up my, like, allotted pages of my notebook.
1: (sighs) You're taking notes,
0: absolutely all the time. Okay, but, good. Okay, you know, usually a pod I'll fill up like two or three pages mm-hmm. the whole time. I already, mm-hmm. I already filled that up. So we're gonna move on to some really dumb questions. Do you... I love dumb questions? Oh, this we got some doozies for you.
3: you may get some dumb answers.
0: <laughs> That's exactly what we're going for. Do you own a raincoat?
3: Well, I definitely own a raincoat. I figured. Yeah. Gore-Tex Gore-Tex you No, know, it's not exactly sort of, um, you know, uh, eco-friendly and all the old Gore-Tex So I actually tried, uh, I tried to get one from um, like a company who was making these sort of, uh, you know, eco-friendly raincoats It just didn't work It's Gore-Tex yeah. or so nothing What's it? Uh-huh. What color
0: is it? What color is it? It's yellow Oh, I love that it's yellow Perfect <laughs> John, okay. yeah. Do you have a raincoat?
1: I have a rank post, yeah. Black, probably. Nice. Yeah.
0: And what's your favorite film of all time?
1: Wow. uh, I really love Doctor Strange. Love the Kubrick movie. Nice. But I, I don't know. That's just something that popped in my mind.
3: Yeah. It's a hard one. I love, one. I love Peter one. Sellers. Yeah. I think, uh, I think one of my favorite movies... At the moment anyway is uh the deer hunter oh wow I just that movie just I don't know it just has everything music just great story amazing acting uh yeah it's hard, hard to beat that one I think to be honest
0: I couldn't agree more okay devil's food cake or Angels food cake
1: I'm not a big dessert I'm is. not a I'm not a big dessert <laughs> I'm not a big dessert sense. person. I'll say Angel's food cake.
0: Okay. No dessert, no cho- what any chocolate no. or anything like that?
1: I like chocolate,
3: but I'm not no. I'm
1: not a dessert person. Okay. Really? I mean William?
3: I'd be, yeah, not really a dessert person, but i sort of leaned toward the devil. I think he would probably make better dessert, I would guess. <laughs> the big
2: Good difference answer. is that the the devil's is Food cake is chocolate.
1: So, yes, I agree. I I should like the devil's food cake because the album's called me and the devil. But
0: I know Mm -hmm. you have a couple songs.
1: We're
0: we're, we're right there with you. Um, How how do you feel about people who push cats around? And I'm sure, John, you might see this more in strollers.
1: I think it's, you know, I think it's cute to get the cat out of the house.
0: (laughs) Okay.
1: Um there was actually there was a guy on the subway this week who had a cat sort of strapped in over his shoulder which wow. which is unusual. You never see cats on the subway. Subway cat. Subway cat. Yeah, was fun. Pretty well behaved.
0: I think you guys should be taking notes cuz that's a song title right there. Subway cat. <laughs> 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 <I like it. laughs> William, do you see any anybody pushing pets no. around in strollers <laughs> no, in court? No, I
3: think uh, you'd, you'd probably get too much of abuse over here if you did that, to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's like a, I don't know. I, that The person on the subway with the cat is definitely going to Brooklyn.
3: Cats this are interesting because oh, they're so, probably. Just, they don't want to be, you know, like dogs. A dog would happily yeah. jump into a stroller and get pushed around, but cats, right. There must have been some force involved, I would think. <laughs> I don't know. The cat seem pretty content. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe it's stone. Trend. Maybe it's on ketamine.
1: <laughs> or maybe he's just been training him a very long time since he yeah. was a, a little kitten.
0: Uh, <laughs> do you own a tuxedo?
1: No.
3: Nope.
0: Now, do you own a suit? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah never wear it but i certainly Mm -hmm. have one. yeah uh
0: bob marley or bob dylan
3: i guess bob dylan yeah i mean i suppose even though bob marley is you know a giant obviously dylan is really sort of uh unique yeah there's nobody like him
0: okay john why'd you go bob dylan so quick
1: He's just had such a huge influence, I think, on American music. Yeah,
0: I you're talking Trying to, to a, someone who loves Bob Dylan. Kind of so I'm right easy,
1: the easy answer. Yeah.
0: Okay, so let's go back to taking notes. If you're taking notes somewhere, or you have your notebook, yeah, songbook, whatever, are you doodling in the margins?
1: Uh, the margin, no, because right? I I actually take all of my notes on my phone as as ideas come to me i jot them down and keep them in my phone
0: okay william what you were saying
3: i was saying it's all margin yeah
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> i don't i don't discern which is which yeah i kind of i know what john is saying about the taking notes on the uh on the phone but i just i don't do it i can't do it um particularly when i'm writing i kind of need to have you know something in front of me like pages and I know like a lot of mm-hmm. artists uh you know David Byrne for example um Tom Waits is another one is that when they're writing they they could have you know 30 or 40 sheets of paper spread out on the floor and they're just waiting for sort of you know a sentence or a word to sort of pop, pop out of the out, out, mm. out of the page you know and sort of inspire them to do something or other particularly if they're like phonetic singing um, mm-hmm. you just can't do that with the phone it just doesn't work so you know unless you've got a bunch of cell phones lying around yeah. you could do too but it seems like overkill that's kind of like a cut up technique
1: it's yeah. like a surrealist cut up technique having all the all these lyrics lying around yeah while you, while actually, you're working.
3: it's um, you know like I, I don't know if you read that book um, the, uh, the David Byrne book This Is Music and it's amazing because he he sort of um, he kind of explained what what a lot of us were actually doing but just never really thought about it you know and he he sort of ex- he was saying that you know he'd get the piece of music whatever he's listening to whatever he's trying to write over and he'd just he'd be kind of phonetic singing and looking at like a word to jump off the page and he will kind of sort of sing that and mm-hmm. he'd record it and then he will kind of listen back uh, to whatever this phonetic singing was and try and sort of pick out what am I saying there what's that word again and then mm-hmm. try and make it make sense, basically, which is kind of an interesting way of, you know, absorbing what's around you, I suppose.
1: Mm-hmm. Makes sense. good way to work.
3: Yeah, no, it is.
1: Kind of get the sounds out first. Yeah. Well, yeah,
3: it's, sometimes when you're writing your lyric, I mean, the actual words themselves can sort of get in the way of the melody, you know, because they, sort of, they sort of constrain where you can go, whereas if it's just pure phonetics, you can sort of go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I think don't you hear
1: uh, don't don't you
3: hear words when you're making a song?
1: Don't you hear don't you hear words coming out of the
3: music? Well, they definitely they inspire you to kind of sort of sing in a in a particular way, I guess, right? Or uh-huh, just uh-huh. you know a certain color or a certain cadence or rhythm or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Keep going! Don't let us stop. That. That's <laughs> right. that's the.
1: A lot <laughs> of times, if I'm if you're if I'm making a song, sometimes I literally hear the words. Come yeah. out. wow, at least a few words, which is enough to kind of give you give you an idea of what the rest of the song should sound like, or what other you know the words,
3: yeah,
1: are going to go with it. Yeah. And
3: I mean,
0: does that so come?
1: You're... Sorry,
0: go
3: ahead, boy. I was going to say that, like you know, every song that you write is sort of it's the, the process is that you know a little bit different. It's not always the same. You know, sometimes. Right sometimes you could be working on, you know, like one of my favorite artists, he's passed away now is, um, you know, Mark Linkus from Sparkle Horse, who's like a huge influence on me, you know, musically mm-hmm. as, an, as a writer and everything. Um, but uh, he was kind of saying and that with with his lyric, he'd have the music finished, mixed, everything for, you know, could be a year. And he's oh. just like fiddling with the fiddling with the lyric and fiddling with the melody until he, until it really sort of, until he feels that it's just perfect the whole way through. You know, um, and I cannot, I can kind of get that too. And then sometimes it comes really quick. Sometimes mm-hmm. the, the lyric comes first, or whatever the melody comes first. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's in a dream. It just doesn't matter. It just it's all mm-hmm. always different.
1: Well, you can have a song sitting around for years, I suppose.
3: Well, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah.
0: Do either of you read poetry on the regular?
3: I could pretend that I do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Come on. Isn't Ireland the land of scholars and poets?
3: It is. I mean, I like one of my favorite poets is, um, is WB Yeats. Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. you know, I, I have a book of his poetry, like next to the bed. And I, I do actually pick it up once in a while and sort of, uh, you know, just sort of parse through it. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, John, what about you?
1: Um, not often I would say, but, um, Oddly you mentioned Yates, because I was reading some some of his poems a couple of weeks ago, oddly enough.
3: Yeah.
0: For those listening, John is sitting in front of a very decorated bookshelf. Lots uh-huh. of books. <laughs> yep. So uh what's just turn around and say one book off the off the shelf.
1: Uh well this is sort of the design section uh World Receivers. This is an interesting book about um, three women who are artists, but they were very involved in the occult. Georgiana mm-hmm. Halton, Hilma F. Klimt, who became very very well known after the show at the Guggenheim a couple of years ago, and Emma Kuntz, who's uh, Swedish. No, I think she's from Switzerland. Abstract paintings. But they were all very influenced by... I would you know, love if... Spirituality if, and occultism at that time.
0: I would love if William held up like, eat, pray, love. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, okay. Should, where are
1: we at
3: here? Go ahead. I I, got, go I, just, I just got a present of this. Actually, funnily enough, John, you'd probably like this. Um, I just got a present of this from someone the other day. It's um not if you can see that there. It's uh,
1: Wayfaring Strangers.
3: Yeah, Wayfaring Strangers. So basically it's a book about um the musical vo- the musical voyage from Scotland and Ulster uh, and north, uh to the uh, to Appalachia.
1: Huh.
3: Oh that's really interesting. You know, if you go down there and you listen to the Appalachian music, it's just it's so sort of uh, reminiscent of kind of traditional Irish music and traditional Scottish music, and I always wonder right. sort of, that's right, you know, yeah. Um, so that book is so it's just. Hmm. They have, there's cool. a thing in it called uh, which I really liked, and actually, you could apply this to the blues too. Really, um, it's called uh the carrying stream. Hmm. You know, which I thought was a really beautiful image. Just this idea of just you know humanity basically coming from those parts and you know even with the blues coming from the caribbean too, um mm-hmm. you know and sort of that melting pot of the carrying mm-hmm. stream mm-hmm. It's a, it's beautiful. Sort of nice, beautiful concept so there
1: looks pretty th- looks pretty thick
3: it your world <laughs> read it's,
1: through that, it's like
3: really really dense i mean it's like oh. text, am never going to get through this okay but there's pictures that helps <laughs> there are some pictures yeah yeah
1: Okay.
0: after lifting that heavy book uh, what pharmacy do you use?
3: <laughs> I don't want you medicine
0: <laughs> I warned you Bear. Uh, perfect yeah.
1: hey William has an interesting thing happening I saw William you're going to be performing with an 80 piece orchestra
3: that's right yeah an 80 piece choir actually a, a a choir 80-piece. yeah 80 piece gospel choir wow yeah
0: where tell us more
3: um well so i have was. i was i've been this i was in this band for years we you know toured around the states whatever And we were assigned to interscope and island at different different times and you know i we don't really do much anymore um because i'm i'm sort of so busy with the production um but we do we do kind of a couple of shows two or three shows every year And we do a sort of a show around christmas in this beautiful uh converted church here in Cork um, and uh, this year we're just we're going to bring in this choir to sort, of, to sort of play the you know play the the set with us or to sing the set with us so we're actually rehearsing with them at the moment now so it's it's really powerful actually to see uh, I don't know sort of something you've written kind of just elevated to that level in a sort of a in that sort of an atmosphere it's pretty um, humbling I suppose is the word I would use to describe mm. it.
1: And how, how long, so you're doing your songs. Yeah. And then how long do you, uh, how long do you rehearse with such a large group?
3: Well, so basically what we do is, because um, you can't really, it's really unwieldy to kind of rehearse with them, you know, in certain settings. So essentially uh, we have like the, the sort of choir master, this woman, actually, Ivan, believe it or not, is the choir master. Um, oh, wow. Who, who sang on a couple of your tracks. Fantastic. Um, so basically she takes like the songs away and she sort of writes, she kind of scores them out for the, for the Mm. choir. And then she sort of rehearses with them in a, in this, in a, in in another church, a different church. Uh, and then I come in or we come in myself and a couple of the guys from the, from the, from the band come in just with acoustic guitars. And we sort of run through the songs with the, with the choir. Um, so we never actually perform as the full ensemble with everybody until, Mm -hmm night of the show because it's just wow. too, too difficult to do you know but
1: are you going to record it all
3: yeah we're going to film it um we're going to film it and actually and audio recorded as well for like a live record in the new year so
1: fantastic
3: It'll be good so you're that.
1: not you're not doing christmas songs no I might <laughs> <do> one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that we sounds
1: amazing that sounds amazing
0: we actually yeah. have uh a question about Christmas songs on the list. Oh, <laughs> right. good. Um, have you started listening to Christmas songs? No. Have you come across Christmas songs?
3: Oh, yeah. I actually yeah? wrote one. I wrote one um, that's coming out uh, in a couple of days with this uh, this this chap I'm working with in England. And um, so in England, right, um, they have this show called Top of the Pops. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You actually it.
3: have heard of it. It's really, yeah. you know, seminal. Very famous show. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so like the number one single at Christmas time every year is a big deal in, in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the, you know, it's like who's going to be and it's all it's normally kind of these lately it's been these sort of novelty acts have been have been kind of getting to number one on, you know, the, the week of Christmas. So um, so this I wrote this song with I wrote the music and he wrote the lyrics actually um, for this song. Um, it is called All I Want for Christmas is a Christmas number one and, um, <laughs> and it's, it's about actually it's about the energy crisis in England you know um oh. um so it's that's the sort of the the premise of the song is that basically you know he's he's like he's he's so he's energy has gotten so expensive over there that he can't even afford to get Christmas lights or turn you know turn the heating on over Christmas and he can't make the turkey and so on and so forth blah 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 um so it's coming out in a couple of days so i've been wow. like, up to my ears in christmas the last couple of weeks getting the mix finished so
0: oh my god you have to share that you have to send that to us i'll oh, send wow. it to you guys for sure yes yeah. please please yeah oh goodness that sounds incredible and and the other thing after you release the choir yeah that sounds amazing yeah please yeah. share that as well sure i it's tough to follow up you know really earnest and a thought provoking artwork that you know our guests are putting out there with like if you do you have a garden and if if so or if you want a garden what are you going to
3: grow in it cannabis is it legal oh, there go
1: ahead. sorry no
0: Is cannabis legal there
1: no okay. no john sorry Oh, I have a I have a like a weekend like a summer cabin. Mm-hmm. It's a log cabin. So, I mean I don't it's so shady, you can really only just grow like ferns and and things that grow in the shade.
0: Still, that's yeah. cool. Mhm. Okay, we covered Christmas shady music. Things.
1: That was fast.
0: And um Oh, here we go. If you could go back in time, hmm. let's say 10,000 years, and draw something on a cave that would confuse future generations, what would you draw
1: oh, on that cave? John, you can take that one. <laughs> well, that's a tough one. That's really a tough one.
0: So I asked a few like, other people this today, and yeah, I can share their answers if it jars your imagination.
1: No, I guess what would really screw them up is if someone drew a city.
3: <laughs> Very true. So is that, is that the point, to confuse people? Yes. Hmm. Okay.
1: Uh... Or a space shuttle. But maybe they've drawn them on caves. Yeah. Right?
2: I, I think that um probably. I've watched probably too much Ancient Aliens, but yeah, there's yeah. lots of
1: I bet there is space yeah. related <laughs> objects
0: already. <laughs> yeah, is there? there is.
3: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Something
0: That's very int- specific like a
1: city be, Yeah, you know,
3: like- that'd be kind of difficult to draw a city though, wouldn't it? I mean,
1: well, you could draw you could draw <laughs> like I a, mean- a, a yeah, yeah, you you could draw like a skyline, I guess, and you know s- buildings.
0: Yeah. And then you label it a specific city, like this is New York, twenty yeah, yeah, twenty
1: yeah. empire state <laughs> building, right? That would be confusing.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh you you could draw a computer. Could draw a computer. It Could be fun. You want to mess Let's with it. Qu- my house. question
3: is are you trying to confuse people 10,000 years ago or people now that come across the drawing? Both throughout time.
1: All of them. I guess I guess both. <laughs> throughout time.
3: Because that, yeah.
1: that would be different. Because can you imagine if somebody <laughs> found a cave drawing now of a, of what looks like a computer from two thousand, you know, four thousand, yeah, or like 6, a two headed dinosaur in.
3: or something? You know, it's like whoa, they had two <laughs>
1: headed dinosaurs back then. Ooh. I like that one. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> someone told me today. Someone I asked said uh, a dinosaur with a Mickey Mouse shirt, and I was yeah. like, okay. Mm. Mm. I'm assuming a cartoon dinosaur as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right okay uh what what music or band something specific are you into right now
3: john
1: uh, i was hoping you would go first <laughs>
3: <laughs> well it varies um you know, it depends. It's like I kind of find with Spotify and streaming services, I can never sort of think of what to listen to. So I'm always going back to my old favorites, like yeah, you know, Tom Waits and uh uh-huh. Uh, I do like kind of Sharon, some of the Sharon Van Etten stuff, actually.
0: Oh, nice. We're trying yeah. to get her on the
3: pod. Yeah, she's cool. She's cool. She's great. Um, what else is cool at the moment? Um, quite like Kendrick Lamar, actually. Some of it, anyway. Dollar listens to it like incessantly, so it's sort of gone in there on some level.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun.
3: This I like this band. They're called the Mortal Prophets. Actually, no, a good call. Yeah, they're gonna,
1: oh, yeah, they're yeah. they're good. They're
3: really good. Yeah,
0: that's what I that's what we were going for. I'm I'm happy you picked great, up
1: on it. Great <laughs> debut album.
0: Yeah, John, what are you listening to? I
1: besides yeah, I, know, I was I, I was listening to uh the master mu- musicians of Jujuka today the okay. Moroccan, the Moroccan music that the Moroccan music that was uh, sort of made popular by Brian Jones
0: yeah this is this is ringing a bell actually
1: yeah it's cr- pretty incredible stuff they play these long flutes it's sort of this whirling music it's a three-day festival <coughs> amazing drumming. It's very trance like, hypnotic. Nice.
0: Okay, so this brings so, me so to I was the listening next listening to that. <laughs> this brings me to the next uh question is we always end the episodes with a song from the guest. So what song do you want us to play at the end of the episode?
1: <clears throat> what do you think, William? Just me and the devil? Sure. Yeah. Or do you, uh, you uh... have what's which one is your favorite? <laughs> Soul Soul <laughs> of the long...
3: Man's pretty cool. I love, like, um, just you know, there's just little kind of moments on all the records that are all the songs that sort of you know uh, I really love. Um, I do like uh, "Me and the Devil." I like when the sort of the heavy guitars kick in there halfway through, sort of. This mm-hmm. is flowing.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So I go like with it. that. Go with that.
0: I like it. Uh, it's a the stuff on Spotify is is fantastic, fellas, and. Cheers, thanks. Um, I put it on yesterday. I've, I've listened to it in you know, the last couple of weeks since we've been going back and forth. But I put it on yesterday in the middle of a long work day. And it definitely got my juices flowing, as William so succinctly put it.
1: Good. Well, the record, the full record comes out on December 7th or something like that. 8th, 9th, I don't know, Some, something like that. So there's only three songs from from the mm-hmm. record. On Spotify now, but there are ten songs.
3: Yeah, cool. Plus a That's few a, more, th- things,
1: right? Mm hmm. It's been getting some good press.
0: It's gonna get some more good
1: press. I hope so. I mean, there was this incredible review in the Stereo Embers magazine. Yeah, by I the sent it I to mean, it. yeah. I mean, is that great or what?
0: It was great. The, in, the whole intro was 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 fantastic, right? <laughs>
1: Hold on, I'm looking yeah. up uh a date here.
0: You think it's the ninth, right? The ninth, Records come yeah. out on Fridays,
1: right? Yeah. And then there's three more. Three, so we, we sort of staggered it in an I think an interesting way. the first single, and then two sig- singles were released, and then three singles are released simultaneously, and then the album.
2: Yeah. Well, I like that. Little tease little teasers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But more like you know, sometimes with just one single, and then you wait forever, and you're like, "That was it. Come on, give me. I need more. I like the yeah. build up.
0: I like that." Yeah. Okay, so fellas, what's next, music wise? Whatever you can tell me, whatever you're doing right after this or tomorrow okay. for dinner.
1: Well, I can tell you that <laughs> we're almost finished with another album with the Alex Crispin. Who worked with Daniel Lenoir for seven years. He's he's producing what I'm calling the 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 the, the, uh, the the blues trilogy. Um so that should be coming out next year. And then 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 there's it's sort of an ambient cowboy cosmic Americana record that I'm doing that's finished and that'll come out after this this other album. It's more of a, it's more of a it's, 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 I guess you could think of it as sort of cinematic. Oh, I like that adjective. there's yeah, it's it's uh, there's only one song where I'm singing. the rest of it I'm I'm just sort of saying things and giving directions and orders. It's quite weird. We love weird, but, but, it, but I'm really happy with it. It's cool. So a lot of music's going to be coming out. And then I think William and I will probably get back together too. Nice mm. next year and mess around with some more things. And I'd like to do something with the 80 piece choir.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Might be interesting to look at that. All right. Yeah. We can certainly, um, yeah, go into that for sure. Or
1: maybe, you know, maybe a 12 piece choir
3: keep it keep it simpler you know 80 80 kind of you're gonna do 12 you might as well do 80 right (laughs) i don't know (laughs)
0: yeah oh man william you got anything you want to promote
3: uh well i'm just you know i'm just mostly doing like uh as i was saying i'm mostly production at the moment so Mm -hmm. and it's literally i mean it's so eclectic it's hard to sort of imagine really you know it's everything from sort of uh I'm actually doing an interesting record at the moment. It's sort of um like tin Pan Alley Christian music hmm. it's just like it couldn't be further from what myself and John did you mm, know yeah. it's sort of like uh if <laughs> um you know uh like Harold Ireland or someone like did a record with like uh you know uh sort of a fervent Christian essentially this is what of this is what would come out. It's pretty interesting. I'm kind of mm. digging the sort of the, <laughs> the actual song structures, you know, it's interesting. Um, and uh, yeah, just look, working on a bunch of stuff, working with a couple of this really great, uh, interesting uh, singer-songwriter out, out on the West Coast
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, making a record called Psych War Kids, which is really good actually. Mm. Um, she spent a bit of time in a psych ward obviously, and she kind of wrote this mm. record about it and it's um, uh, it's pretty, again, very moving, you know, but in a very sort of uh, interesting way, so yeah, as John said, you know, lots of music like sort of a, a, an ocean of music and just trying to mm-hmm. uh, trying to put, you know, the main thing is just trying to put out good stuff all the time, not just mm-hmm. there's so much slack out there, there's so much garbage that it's just you know, you don't want to add to that ocean of mediocrity either you want to try and just yeah. put out quality material which is, you know, what me and John talked about too, obviously I
1: think
0: that-
3: there was There's a weird Spotify
1: statistic that I saw. Um, It's yeah, this is kind of crazy, but think about this. It's um, nearly 80% of artists on Spotify have fewer than 50 monthly listeners.
3: Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Oh, I got another statistic for you. Oh, good. Let's have it. (laughs) We could throw these back all night. Uh, Statistic tennis. Um, (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's another song name.
3: Yeah, honestly, uh, sort of, what is it again? Uh, 10%, right. Of the artists on Spotify have 95% of all the, uh, streams.
2: And Taylor Swift has at least (laughs) 70% of that.
3: Yeah, exactly. Incredible. So, um, yeah, you know, I'm actually starting a little small record label back here in Ireland, you know, um, um we're just we're putting out our first like the first art that the first artist on it um in a couple of weeks. And um, we actually made the decision to to not put anything up on the streaming platforms. Um, literally, uh-huh. it's just going to be physical physical copies and um uh, you know, high quality digital downloads. because um, it's it's a great discovery tool. I'm not gonna knock Spotify or anything because they're mm-hmm. amazing. and as and as a listener, it's incredible, obviously. Mm-hmm. From the artist's point of view, it's really um, it doesn't make Nothing. any you know, financial sense, right? At all, sadly, mm. yeah. So, uh,
0: well, back what, what else you got for us?
3: <laughs> well,
0: I want to talk about um, something you guys just touched on. Is is how much how prolific it seems like you guys are not. You'll never stop working. Which hits us, you know, right in the feels, because that's
1: well, we, you know, how both of us work. You know, for me, it's really different, because I just started making music in the last two years.
0: Oh, okay. So you're catching up.
1: Well, I have a lot of lost time, I guess, in a way, to try to uh, make make a lot of music. And it really just came to me over the last two years. It's kind of hard to explain how it's all sort of happening but uh it's very exciting and i do work pretty fast
3: yeah so. i think john as well with you know it's like it's almost uh, you know when someone comes to a to a discipline which they don't which they basically know nothing about uh, and obviously john's background is more you know more art and sculpture and you know design and so on and so forth um, but for him to sort of bring those sensibilities to like a different discipline um, and sort of approach it from a sort of a different angle, really, from what sort of a seasoned musician would, I suppose. Like I would mm-hmm. never, I I probably would never have conceived of making the kind of record that he sort of wanted to make. Mm-hmm. Most musicians probably wouldn't, honestly, mm-hmm. you know, uh, which mm-hmm. is really sort of refreshing and kind of you know an interesting like interesting music and emotional music that's it right if you can make it interesting mm-hmm. emotional the rest of it doesn't matter as far as i'm concerned right,
1: right. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, i
0: gotta write that nugget down too
1: <laughs> and the other mm-hmm. thing i didn't realize was how 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 music is very similar to architecture and design in the sense of the way you sort of build up a song with layers um and i never thought about it that way until just you know recently they're very very similar ways of putting things together with a let's say a foundation which you could say is the beat or the bass um and bringing in um what would the right word be you know different focal points and highlights to to a space. It's very similar to how you do you work in music.
3: Yeah, I mean, I suppose you did. Um, you know, like the the platform that you were working in is quite sort uh-huh. of. You'd probably call it modular if you want. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know, and a lot of that sort of, particularly sort of, you know, if you listen to a lot of electronic music that's made, you know, literally on a computer, and that's that's mm-hmm. it more or less. Mm-hmm. It's, it is very modular and it is very sort of um, you know it's like Lego blocks basically you know you got right. okay, eight bars do that drag right. some stuff in there and then uh-huh. you get you come, okay eight bars later you got to change something or add something take it away you know if you listen to like say uh, you know Lee Scratch Perry for example uh-huh. uh, it was, you know incredible I mean he sort of his whole sort of innovation really was Um, using the mixing desk, right, as that, as.
1: computer volume that it has. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I see the tools as the way I see them as a kind of watercolor. Yeah. The demos. Sure. Right. It just it's just sort sure. of, it's yeah. a, it's sort of a, a, a sketch. Um, and then well, we were, we were playing interesting games, William, William and I towards the end where it was like, it was almost, I would call it the surrealist game of the exquisite corpse where. Yeah you know william william could either take three tracks three or four tracks out of the demo that i sent him and he, or he could add three or four tracks into the demo so that was kind of fun yeah right
3: so we, it's very, we we preserve like some
1: of the original
3: demo yeah i mean but, it's, again it's like you know like for like eno for example is is always he's very yeah. interested in uh sort of setting up parameters right for an experiment Mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm, sort of mm -hmm. letting the experiment kind of run and sort of see what happens you know for things like getting four musicians in a room and and having them play for three minutes and the point of the exercise is that he wants them to play to not play for longer than they play if that makes any sense okay Mm -hmm. so if the Mm -hmm. song is three minutes long they can only play for you know for a minute and 29 seconds right Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to sort of, you know, and then what does that do to the musician on sort of an emotional level, on a sort of a, a technical level? So you have to think about, OK, am I going to play here because I've only got X amount of seconds to play? Right. So right. myself and John, then we as I got to again, when you work with someone for the first time, a new artist, right, you're kind of you're both learning about each other, the things that you mm-hmm. might like or not like the things that sort of push the buttons and so on. By the end, yeah, we were. We were sort of much more simpatico in terms of what we were sort of coming up with. So he would send me, you know, a three-minute sort of sketch of what he wanted, and he, what he, as he mentioned, what he would say is, "Okay, you're only allowed to add three elements to this. That's it." Okay. Oh, that's cool. And, right? and so I have to sort of say, well, okay, you know, in in, a, in in a sort of a normal scenario, I would probably, you know. I would say replace the bass with something that sounds a little better. Right. So I'm not mm-hmm. with do that now because that's going to take up one of my tracks. So I'll just, I'll screw around with his bass, whatever. Um, right. So it made me on a sort of an artistic level, much more uh, sort of conscious of, okay, if I've only got three tracks, I got to make them. Because, <laughs> damn, damn good.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, it's true. I mean, it's interesting because that's actually the, that's for me, you know, that's one of the biggest drawbacks, in you know, a way, of sort of modern digital recording is that you can, mm-hmm. you can, you know, you can record forever. You mm-hmm. can do sixty tracks of backing vocals if you wanted to, you know. Um, whereas at least you know the Beatles made Sergeant Pepper on a four track, you know.
0: Yeah, right. And then they Wild. have
3: to sort of bounce it down and kind of, you know, again. So there's much more thought going into what they're putting down as opposed to just slapping a bunch of you know, shit down and seeing if any of it sort of works at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you guys are now the hosts. Um, <laughs> I could I could just listen to you guys talk forever, for real. Um, it's your podcast and continue. Tell us more about the album. <laughs> yeah. It's fascinating, for real.
3: You can't shut us mm-hmm. up with that, unfortunately. No,
0: well, it's I think a it great, was, you have I think your it own was, language too.
1: It was very, you know, I mean, William and I like a lot of the same music, so we didn't have any conflicts there. And
3: I don't know. I thought it was a
1: very, I thought it was a very fluid um, relationship that that we built up. Yeah. Because I mean, sometimes you're working with a producer, and it's like, God, is he gonna just use that same drum sound again, right? You know, you get frustrated or it's like, hey, my demo sounds better than what we've just than what we've just been working on.
3: Yeah. Well, that's always I mean, that's like as a producer, that's that's something you're battling all the time with artists, you know, because they're like yeah. oh, I, I like my demo better. Um, uh-huh. You know. Oh, so just,
1: people say people say that to you, okay.
3: Yeah, all the time, you know. Oh, okay. I've never said time, that I've they, never they, said that to
1: anyone. So I didn't <laughs> I thought that would be like a big faux pas.
3: No, we call it we call it demoitis you know it's like and, you know, <laughs> I can actually I can spot them a mile away at this point can I don't you? know like like if someone wants to work with me and you know they'll if they say certain things I just I won't even bother working with it because I know it's just going to mm. be you know heartbreaking a, struggle,
1: a real struggle yeah 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 because as on the other side of the fence
3: yeah you you get sort of
1: attached to this song right
3: yeah you do but you know why are you why are you bringing in a producer, right? Why are you bringing exactly in to, to exactly to right your vision, or to sort of yeah. to you know to sort of elevate your vision if you want, right? So exactly
1: let do job. I, that's how I feel.
3: Yeah,
0: Abby, are you taking notes? Abby really elevates this
1: attention so, yeah. well, isn't it great oh. that I isn't it great that I wanted to have William on? Yeah, it's because otherwise fantastic. you know it'd just be pretty boring just talking to me.
3: Right yeah, on. Then.
0: I disagree, but this has been this has been educational, enlightening, entertaining. Anything else you want to throw out there? We got a couple more minutes. Okay. What else? Something you're itching about? Itching to talk about?
3: Hmm. Have any of you guys read Cormac McCarthy? I have. Yes. I, I have, have, yeah. Have you read Blood Meridian?
2: Yes.
1: Oh.
3: You haven't you you have Abby yeah I have yes no yeah what do you think
2: I liked it I so I read this actually with several other people and it was very interesting because everybody had a different take on it yeah um but I I thought it was written well
3: yeah yeah it's funny guys you 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 have to read it it's
0: isn't it like his it's take stumbling. on In Cold Blood? Isn't it like parallel? No, no it's, about
3: this, uh, it's about this. It's about a gang of like scalp hunters in the sort of the 1850s oh. yeah, um,
2: okay.
3: on the sort of New Mexico border. It's um, oh my, like I've read The Road. The Road was kind of my favorite book for many years and mm-hmm. I read a few of the other ones. But this is just, I mean, it's actually, I actually finished the book and I went back and I started at the start and read it again straight away. Wow it mm-hmm. just blew me totally blue. I just finished it again so that's why it's fresh in my mind now but um hmm. yeah it's
2: very
1: emotional well,
3: yeah maybe maybe you guys should start a bothering the
1: band book club
0: yeah i agree yep. that's up next <laughs> yeah
1: Everyone so what are you follow- working on john
3: <laughs> uh, huh what are you working on sort of well we're of
1: fortunately with we're, f- we're busy you know with the design business which is great yeah. um i'm probably working on three or four different projects simultaneously right now yeah yeah, wow. uh, it's crazy i mean i think there'll be four albums coming out by the end of next year that's
3: amazing great. Mm-hmm. Are gonna, you're gonna have to start touring that stuff are you gonna play live? yeah
1: yeah well that's a whole other that's a whole other discussion that you know i haven't quite figured out yet
3: yeah that's definitely the, the the sort of missing link, the X factor, you know, um, that sort of. And I, I'd like earlier. to
1: play, I'd like to play live. I think it'd be a lot of fun.
3: Yeah. I think you should, but, because it's just, that's the connection, you know, it's, it's almost yeah. uh, making that connection with sort of the listeners on very sort of one-to-one level is where um, i have just kind of, it's very hard to engage sometimes with with the sort of digital world, you know. It's everyone's out yeah. there; and they, they don't really. No one's got time to sit down and actually sort of absorb anything properly. Um, right.
1: Well, maybe maybe I'll come to Ireland and we'll start there with, sure. with your whole with your
3: whole with your whole posse. Yeah, we'll rehearse up some songs and do a few shows. Definitely. Yeah, yeah.
1: that would be cool.
0: Can we just come hang out and watch? Yeah, the process? Definite. definitely. Definitely.
3: Just make uh-huh. sure you bring your raincoat. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> gotta get a raincoat. Um guys, we can't thank you enough for being on the on this podcast and really elevating it because we did we you know we asked a couple of stupid questions, but uh the other stuff is the most fascinating and that's I think the the dumb questions are just a springboard or an excuse mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. to get you talk. you know, the walls down too and then open up a little bit. so we can't thank you enough. Everyone follow Mortal oh. prophets on Instagram. Uh, John Beckman and William Lucy or William Declan Lucy, right? right
3: that's mm-hmm. correct. Yeah. I've been follow us on this-
1: Spotify. Yeah. Spotify. And uh, uh, thank you for having us. Absolutely. Yeah, I've been it, it was a, a real pleasure.
0: Joke for a second, so I have to say oh, it. Okay. Why, you gotta go, you gotta start your own production company and call it Beck and Deck. There you go. <laughs> you're welcome. And you're okay. also welcome for uh, tennis. What was it? Statistic tennis and yeah. whatever other song names. are will be the tenth cat. album. Yes. Yeah, subway
1: cat Hat. and the the book club. Yep. And yes,
2: <laughs> guys,
0: thank you so much. It's thank been you You're so welcome. much. Fun.
1: Good night, and... guys. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> okay. Good night.
2: <laughs> thank you, guys.
1: Thanks, wayne See you. All. my woman until I'm satisfied She said you don't see why that you do me be wrong Now baby You know you ain't doing me right Don't you? Sure. She said you don't see why You will dog me round. It must be that old evil spirit. So deep down in the ground. You may bury my body
0: down by the highway side. Maybe I don't care where you bury my body. When I'm dead and gone You may bury my body Down by the highway
1: side So my old evil spirit can not catch a greyhound bus and ride